0: What a start to the week for Tennessee, George McIntyre. He is a volunteer commits to be the class of 2025's quarterback, the impact of g commitment and how the Tennessee volunteers are rolling right now. That and a whole lot more. It's your Tuesday locked on balls. You are locked on balls. Your daily podcast on the Tennessee volunteers. Part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Good Tuesday morning, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Vols, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every single day. I'm your host, Eric Kane. Thanks so much for being here. Man, it has been a minute since I've gotten in front of the microphone. As you guys know, you hashtag everydayers who listen and watch and consume Locked On Vols every single day. Thank you so much for that. You guys know that I've been on vacation, though there's been Locked On Vols every day while I've been gone, weekday mornings, been more evergreen topics. I wanted to make sure you guys were taken care of. But hey, today, Uh, officially back and kind of recording uh, more in real time than I have been in quite some time. So appreciate you guys for uh, staying with it while I was gone. A lot has happened. All right. And I know I've missed a little bit on the, on the daily shows. I'm going to play catch up here over the next few days, but man, we have got a loaded show here on a Tuesday, George McIntyre commits to Tennessee, the impact of that George McIntyre commitment. Plus who could be next in class of 2025 Josh Heupel's clear direction in recruiting. I'll tell you what that is here in a moment. Plus Lance Hurd, you heard? And Jackson Moy, uh, transfer portal additions on a Sunday afternoon. Of course, we knew that Lance Hurd has been in the boat for quite some time, but he did make it official on Sunday. All that and more coming up here today on the Tuesday show. Big thanks to FanDuel for being a part of the show. Make every moment more with FanDuel right now. New customers, 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 money line bet that's over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Plus, have you seen the latest odds for Heisman Trophy winners for the 2024 season? Yeah, Nico Iamaliava up on that list. According to FanDuel, we'll get into that later in the week. Plus, a couple of player interviews, I'm hoping, later in the week. Again, you can tell I'm excited to be back here. Got a lot to get into. So, um, let's go ahead and jump into it. George McIntyre. He committed to Tennessee at about 1030 Eastern time on a Monday morning. Now, um, George has been a Tennessee lean for a long time, and I know from the casual football observer and for fans of the opposing fan base, Alabama, that I'm going to mention here, can easily just say, oh, well, he's going to Tennessee, of course, because Nick Saban retired. And I understand kind of thinking that and how it could line up and all that, and I really do kind of feel for George McIntyre because, he's been a tennessee lean and I, he hadn't been in the bow, but i'm pretty sure he was he's been to tennessee lean and he was feeling tennessee long long before nick saban decided to retire it's just all the eggs were in the basket by that point and it's like okay well no wonder you know he went to tennessee because of nick Saban retiring but that's not the case um and tennessee did a great job with george mcintyre josh heupel did a really great job with with uh with, with, with george mcintyre um you got Joey Halsley that did a good job as well. He and I mean, if you watch his commitment video that he put out there, saying it's it's a calling to be a volunteer, staying home and and you know grew up in the orange and white, and I mean he's from the midstate, Brentwood Academy in Nashville, Tennessee. This means something to him, and so um, it was really really cool to see him make that commitment known at a press conference or a, like a little celebration, a signing day not a signing day celebration, but a commitment celebration at his school, Brentwood Academy, on Monday morning and uh tennessee's getting a good one now you know we, we know who george mcintyre is he's been the pick for tennessee to be the quarterback of this class you know really the the entire cycle here and it's early in the cycle but we've talked about george mcintyre being on campus several times over the fall junior days in the past you know the summer cookout and all that he is according to the on three industry rankings he is a four-star prospect 16th overall player in the country third quarterback. And the number one prospect in the state of Tennessee on three specifically has George McIntyre. And of course, I'm at VolQuest.com. We're an on three affiliate uh, on three specifically has him as the 20th overall prospect in the country, uh, third quarterback and first in Tennessee. First prospect out of Tennessee. Um, He's as high as 10th in the country and a four star over two, four, seven sports. Um, ESPN has him at number 40 and rivals.com has him at number 27 so really anywhere you look um he's highly rated quarterback and and one of the top you know th- two or three quarterbacks um in this cycle six foot six about 185 190 pounds he's got a lot of room he's got a good frame uh to grow in and that's something that he's gonna have to do um he's gonna have to put on much like Nico he is going to have to put on some weight and and, and you think that he'll do that for sure He's class of 2025. Now, which, which that means if you're new to recruiting, and I'll take this opportunity real quick to shout out LinkedIn Jobs for being a, a proud recruiting sponsor of the show. Make um, you know, every everybody a small business owner is trying to make that right hire. You can do that. And more at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your jobs for free. And um, so again, a, a shout out to LinkedIn Jobs. But um, he, he's got that frame to add some weight, and he's gonna add some weight, and uh, he he certainly needs to. So class of 2025, which means he'll play his senior year, and then he will enroll at Tennessee around this time next year. Um, probably gonna be a guy that is going to take part in bowl practices, and so he'll be on campus likely for you know signing day and taking part of bowl practices and all that. But that's George McIntyre. Um, yes, he's that McIntyre. His grandfather is a former coach at Vanderbilt, a uh, former uh, SEC and National Coach of the Year believe his uncle um, coached at San Jose State, maybe Colorado, maybe a few other places, maybe in the NFL as well. Um, I believe other family members have a a football in their resume. So he is a football guy, and um, he's going to be the quarterback of the class in 2025. So uh, really, really big for Tennessee to get this commitment of George McIntyre and um you look at you know what charles power who's the director of scouting and recruiting over at on three this is what he told volquest whenever george mcintyre committed he said hey um, he's got a lot of uh, translatable tools and skills that make him one of the top quarterbacks in the 2025 cycle starting off i've seen mcintyre on the film and in two live games at this point he's got a very very good and rich arm talent this is a guy who is sound mechanically throws a really tight spiral can deliver it to all areas of the field with velocity and touch uh, we really like the way he layers uh, his passes he can change speeds on the ball and push the ball down the field in large part due to his mechanics can it can hit some tight windows in the middle of the field as well again this is charles power on george mcintyre you can watch his film and there's a lot of high level throws a variety of throws that he has in his toolbox I think he's a very good uh, functional athlete in the position for his height. Uh, He moves well in the pocket. You can see him make defenders miss. He avoids pass rushers that can step up in the pocket and extends plays that way as well. He can uh, look to his first throw and scan the field, and he's a really, really good player at the high school level. Again, Charles Power on George McIntyre. So, I mean, this is big for a number of reasons. We'll talk more about the impact um, in segment number two, but you want to get your quarterback early in the cycle. Tennessee got Nico Iamaliava to commit in March. Uh, Jake Merklinger committed to Tennessee in March. Even when Josh Heupel kind of struck out with Ty Simpson, I say struck out loosely because Josh Heupel and company were on the job for a couple of weeks when Ty Simpson, all the way back in the class of 2022 when he decided to commit to Alabama. I didn't really have a chance in my opinion, but they pivoted quickly to Taven Jackson and picked up his commitment less than a month later. And though Taven Jackson is, you know, gone to the transfer portal now, my point is this staff, they get their quarterback early and then they build around. And that's going to be big for Tennessee moving forward as you look at a really rich in-state class for the class of 2025 for Tennessee. George McIntyre is a good basketball player. He's a good football player. Again, as we, you know, read the comments from Charles Power, he's got a really, really good arm and uh, it's just kind of, approaching the type of player that he can be and once you get him into a collegiate strength and conditioning program man he, he's he's gonna he's gonna raise a lot of eyebrows um gonna put on some weight again the frame is no issue at all and uh it's a really really good player for Brentwood Academy so a uh, good win for Tennessee what a start to the week George McIntyre commits to the University of Tennessee on a Monday morning and uh is really kind of getting the ball rolling for Tennessee's recruiting efforts in 2025 and and again he was going to pick Tennessee before Nick Saban retired. Um, it's easy if you're just a casual viewer, if you're an Alabama fan or anybody else, to say that's the only reason he picked Tennessee because Saban retired. I do not think that's the case. I do not think that's the case. I think him growing up in the state of Tennessee and having that football background and all that and and really getting to know and relationship building with Josh Heupel and Joey Halsley, I think made the difference here. And yes, name, image, likeness, for for high school recruits of his caliber, absolutely, it's... It's everywhere, but I think the relationship aspect was was big in this regard. So um, what a week, what a uh, start to the week for Tennessee. George McIntyre commits to the University of Tennessee, and uh what more can that mean? We'll tell you that here in just one moment as we continue on with locked on vols. What to say about our friends over at fan FanDuel Sportsbook. NFL regular season, it's over. Divisional round of the playoffs, it's over. You got the championship saturday coming up and sunday championship weekend coming up this weekend and over at a fan duel it's america's number one sports book new customers can get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet that is 150 bucks in bonus bets win or lose the app it's so friendly so easy to use and there's so many different ways that you can get in on all that action same game parlays uh the new explore tab can show you different ways to bet uh, you make parlays in the parlay hub. The best way to find those popular parlays, totals, spreads, overs, unders, all that and more, plus individual player props as well, where you can have a betting interest in the game. It can be simple, and you can put some coin in your pocket. All that and more is over at FanDuel Sportsbook. So visit FanDuelSportsbook.com today, slash locked on, and you can make your first bet a layup. The app, again, super easy to use. Check it out today FanDuel. It's the official partner of the NFL. So George McIntyre commits to the University of Tennessee, and I mentioned a little bit of, of what this impact could mean in segment number one, but I kind of want to start on this. Um, you know, Josh Heupel clearly has a direction on how he wants to build a team. It's kind of funny now with name, image, and likeness, you, you can legally get away with this in college football, but you look at you know NFL and how you want to build your franchise. You want to look at NFL free agency as well. Who gets paid the most money, right? Got to have a quarterback. Teams obsess over having a guy, and you will overpay every single year in NFL free agency to get a quarterback. And a lot of times, those quarterbacks are not good, but you got to have a quarterback. And then, you know, w- one of the other positions that are very, very well compensated are outside linebackers, edge defenders, you know, defensive ends. Got to get after the quarterback. Sure, wide receivers get paid a little bit. Uh, your um, offensive tackles get paid a little bit. Again, it's it's trickle down effect. You see a lot of that in college football right now. Um, but you want to be able to have a quarterback and to get after the quarterback and Josh Heupel being a former national champion quarterback himself knows that. And since being at Tennessee, the first couple of cycles in recruiting, he has built his program around the quarterback position and around getting to the quarterback position. So I find it really, really interesting. You kind of go back here and we talked about the quarterbacks a second ago. George McIntyre commits in January. Okay. Um, Jake Merklinger last year, committed in March. Nico Iamaliava committed in March. Taven Jackson committed in April when Tennessee pivoted from Ty Simpson to to Taven Jackson. My point is those quarterbacks committed early so that you could build your class around the quarterback. So your quarterback could be the leader, could be a peer recruiter. Caden Salter, back when Jeremy Pruitt was here, you know, Caden Salter, when when he was the quarterback for the class of, gosh, I guess it was 2021, of course he's not here and he's, you know, had his issues at Tennessee and then the coaching change and, and all that. And then he went on and look what he did this past year for Liberty. But point is I remember covering recruiting when Caden Salter was coming up and he was a commit for Tennessee. And I mean, he was the straw that served the drink, right? I mean, he was the leader in that class and Tennessee has been able to get these quarterbacks on board early to do just that. And you look at the other side of the football, you look at, um, you look at the, the edge position. We'll go in reverse order here. Um, Number 34 player in the country, according to the On 3 industry rankings, that's Jordan Ross. He just dominated at the Under Armour All-American game, uh, the Polynesian Bowl. Of course, he signed with Tennessee. Okay, that's an edge defender. Kellen Lindstrom is not as well known as Jordan Ross. I think he's going to be a really, really good good player. I think he's going to be more of a five technique, but he's still an On 300 defensive end, meaning he's ranked inside the top 300 players in the country. That's Kellen Lindstrom. Go back to last year. And you got Caleb Herring, which was one of the top players in the state of Tennessee, edge defender, gonna play a huge role for Tennessee in 2024. Shandavion Bradley, he's not cracked the field just yet. Still think he's got a long way to go in terms of development, putting on weight and everything, but a super talented athlete that will play at some point. Um, there's been some questions on will he move the tight end? Will he move to another position? You know, we'll see. It's a big spring for him as it is for everybody. But in recruiting, Shadeavion Bradley, you know, was a was a top 150 prospect as well. So that was a huge win. Even in that same class, David Hobbs, who's not necessarily an edge defender, but he could be, he was a top 50 recruit, top 40 recruit. Tyree Weathersby was, um, you know, graded by On3 as the 108th player in the cycle. So yes, that's not true edge. This being Hobbs and Weathersby, but they're versatile enough to where they can line up on the edge, and I think you'll see that throughout their career. But Tennessee made that a priority last cycle or two cycles ago, and and did pretty well in that. You go back to the 2020 two cycle. And who can forget the signing day wins of James Pierce and of Tyree West. We know what James Pierce is now. Gosh, he's one of the most feared edge rushers in all college football. Uh, one of the most feared rushers, edge rushers in the sec, but Tyree West as well. who's going to step up and be a huge, huge part of Tennessee's defense in 2024. He's more of an interior presence. He can play that five technique. He's not necessarily a defensive tackle, but both of those guys were signing day wins literally signing day wins back in december whatever it was 19th of 2021 for the class of 2022. joshua josephs was also in that class and he came on and played a lot of snaps for tennessee as a true freshman he was the third option to byron young and then you had um of course, you had Roman Harrison and then Joshua Joseph was that third option. Saw a lot of playing time as a true freshman, and he still saw significant playing time as a sophomore this past year. And he's totaled over 500 snaps and four sacks in his Tennessee career. That's attacking the edge. Um, I mean, Tennessee's done a really, really nice job under Josh Heupel and staff of targeting how they want to build this roster. Sure, there are holes. Offensive tackle need to do better. Defensive tackle at the prep level need to do a little bit better. Um, you know, linebacker, I, you know, the list could go on and on. We can nitpick tied in, but meaning there needs to be more bodies and whatnot. But in terms of pillars and how you want to build your roster quarterback and edge quarterback and defensive line quarterback and, 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 you know, getting after the passer guys, Josh Heupel and his staff have done a really, really nice job. So this kind of falls in line with what we've already seen, get the quarterback early and then see what he can do. And if, if any recent history, is an indication I would expect that Tennessee is going to sign a high profile pass rusher in this cycle. So when's that going to happen? You know, we'll see, but, um, I think that's something that you can uh, obviously look forward to. So George McIntyre as well, you know, what can he do in terms of this class of 2025? Cam Sparks, athlete out of Baylor school. He's been coming to Tennessee for a couple of years now in state prospect can play defensive back can play a little bit of everything, running back. I think he wants to play wide receiver at the next level. George Mpa- George McIntyre will certainly have an impact on athlete Cam Sparks from the state of Tennessee, one of those highly rated prospects from the state. Ethan Utley as well, a very highly rated prospect from the state of Tennessee. He's a four-star, 6'3", 275 pounds. He is an interior defensive line option. He's a top 50 prospect, Innsworth High School. He's a guy that could be influenced by that of George McIntyre. Um, Joe Kim Dotson, three-star wide receiver, in-state from the Memphis area. Um, He is a guy that Tennessee has kind of been liking for a little bit in this last cycle. Maybe not as well-known, but a guy that you're going to hear an awful lot about as being an in-state prospect. Another one of those guys were Darius Jackson. He was a Mr. Tennessee Titans football award winner for class three, a this year as a junior, this past year, he accumulated over 1700. All purpose yards, 27 total touchdowns, 40 tackles, seven interceptions. I mean, the, the dude did it all. He's already got offers from Tennessee, Ole miss Mississippi state from the sec. And some more. So those are some names from in-state that George McIntyre can certainly help. You know, recruit for Tennessee. What about the big boys up front? David Sanders. Consider the number one offensive tackle in the country per on three. Six foot five, 250 pounds. Number two overall prospect in the country, hailing from Providence Day School. David Sanders is a guy that I think will want to come and block for a guy like George McIntyre. What if you don't get David Sanders? Well, Josh Petty would be a really, really good consolation prize. Four star from Roswell, Georgia. Six foot four, 265 pounds. He's the 11th best prospect in the class. And the second-best offensive tackle, this being Josh Petty, behind David Sanders. How much of an impact can George McIntyre have on some of these guys? You know, we all thought that Nico Imaliava was going to be just recruits were going to be lining up to come and play with him. And and, and I do think, you know, that class, 2023 cycle, was a really, really good defensive class. And I do think that we should have saw a little bit more offensive fireworks after you got Nico but I think it's easy to forget, you know, Nico was from California. Sure. Nico, you know, started having relationships and talking with Tennessee's committed class and coming to Tennessee as much as he could. And he did his part. He, he you know, he helped in terms of peer recruiting, but he's from the state of California. When you're talking about prospects from the state of Tennessee or prospects from the Southeastern area, the Southeastern region, it helps to have a guy that, you know, and that's George McIntyre. And so I think George McIntyre can have a bigger influence in terms of peer recruiting than maybe Nico Iamaliava. And again, it's not like Nico didn't do anything, man. He was, he was doing all he could. And he was, he, he did a good job of getting some of those guys to give Tennessee looks and to, you know, jump in the boat with Tennessee, but maybe George McIntyre can have more of an influence, uh, kind of in that regard. So we'll see what happens overall. I think, uh, man, this is just a, a really, really good get for the university of Tennessee. You look at, that class for 2025 already got a couple of defensive backs from Milton high school. Got a running back from Buford. You've got um, a lot of nice pieces. All right. Jack van Dorsalier, the tight end who actually, uh, you know, um, unbeknownst to me a couple of days ago, family connections to the McIntyres family connection to the quarterback and George McIntyre. And so those guys are already having uh, quite the relationship that's kind of sparked up a little bit. Of course, Jack Van Dorsalier is from uh, Texas, where he attends uh, Carroll High School. So you, you you like that piece you already have right there. Justin Baker from Buford, as I mentioned, you know, signed up to be a part of this class a while ago. You got Dylan Lewis, got Tyler Redmond, both from, um, you know, Buford, or excuse me, both from Milton, defensive backs. And, you know, this class is, is it's looking pretty strong already, but you got the headliner in George McIntyre. And when you got a quarterback, You can build around him and see where you are kind of down the line. So any way you want to spin it, the impact of George McIntyre picking Tennessee is monumental. It's big. Um, Is this like a Nico level commitment? No, it's not. I mean, Nico ended up being the number one overall player in the country. But George McIntyre, again, he's a top 15 prospect, top 16 prospect around the country and um, could ultimately get that fifth star at some point down the line. So um, we will see. All right. Great start to the week for Tennessee on a Monday. Tennessee got two transfer portal commits officially on a Sunday. Lance Hurd, Jackson Moy. How much will they help Tennessee in 2024? That's coming up next right here on Locked On Vols. All right, welcome back into Locked On Vols, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Eric Kane man it's good to be back in front of a microphone good to be back in in front of a camera talking about uh Tennessee football uh, got some sun spent uh 7 days you know, it's funny and I don't want to I don't want to make any enemies here um but those of you guys in the east tennessee area and really middle tennessee as well um obviously got hit with a lot of snow a lot of ice a lot of hazardous conditions and you don't want anybody to be in harm's way but um man when i was sitting by the ocean in the Dominican Republic for a week, sipping on whatever drink I wanted at the time, you know, all inclusive. That's the way to go. If you can do it for sure. Um, and, and seeing all the pictures on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and, and talking with some family and friends and I know it was tough and, and, and I hope everybody stayed safe. But when I was sitting there in that, you know, high eighties, sunny skies, it was, I'm just thinking me and the wife, man, we had uh, we picked the perfect week to go out of town. We left, on Sunday of last week or I guess two weeks ago now and um we came back late 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 Sunday night really Sunday or Monday morning because a lot of our flights got delayed which was a hassle in itself so uh came back had to scrape off snow and ice that was on our vehicles for seven days straight that was a challenge but hope everybody stayed safe um but uh yeah it was really really weird waking up Sunday morning to Sunday skies and 80 degrees you know 85 degrees and humidity to getting off the plane in Knoxville, Tennessee, Monday morning at about 30 to 14 degrees and ice and snow on the ground. It was quite the uh, culture shock, if you will. But I'm glad to be back, and, man, I'm pumped to talk about everything going on with Tennessee. Let's start with Lance Hurd. Again, he's been in the boat for a while. Um, why he waited so long to make a formal announcement, I don't know. Um, did he want to make a formal announcement? Probably not. He probably just wanted to, to go in there and go to class and, and just get to work. But you know, Lance Hurd is a part officially... Of this transfer portal class. And it's a big one. All right. You look at a guy that's played about 200 snaps for LSU this year, played a little bit of right tackle, will likely play left tackle at Tennessee with John Campbell switching from left tackle to right tackle. But he was the highest rated signee of the class of 2023 for LSU. He was a former five star prospect, really, really good size, six foot six, about, let's see here six foot six about 305 pounds he's a player and a big thing in this regard is he has three years of eligibility remaining that's huge because when you look at tennessee we talk about all the time in 2025 you say goodbye to john campbell you say goodbye to cooper mage you say goodbye to javante spragans you say goodbye to dane davis and jackson lampley and a lot of these guys who have been here for a long time and if not starters have helped you out a lot i mean you're gonna be starting over and he needs some returning starters to kind of carry that load and lance hurd is going to be one of those guys so um 36 inch arms quick twitch athleticism like i said one of the more coveted recruits in the 2023 cycle played in 12 games a lot of times was on special teams for lsu um they they returned two highly touted tackles back amongst four starters at lsu so likely looking for a new opportunity likely looking for a new chances to get on the field and, you know, new opportunity. And that's why he kind of sought out Tennessee, looked at Oklahoma as well, was at Tennessee for, you know, maybe just a couple hours and, you know, flew to flew flew to Oklahoma and was there for a couple hours. And, you know, that's, that's the only trips that he took. And he took it over talked with his family. And again, he's been in the boat for quite a while. just took him a while to kind of make that announcement official. So this really, really helps, especially with the loss of Joe Mincy um Lance Hurd's got a much higher upside I think he's got a much higher upside than anybody on that offensive line now can he reach that potential still very young you know we'll see but Gerald Mitzi was a guy that at least came here started and played on a lot of big games and did a lot of good things for Tennessee he leaves goes to the transfer portal and he had a hole there he had John Campbell he had Dane Davis and Dane Davis now can be the swing guy in my opinion he can be your backup tackle. He can step in and start. He started many, many games here at Tennessee. He's played a ton of games. He's shown that he can snap the ball and can play center. Maybe Dane Davis could be a guard. You know, Tennessee's still looking for a starting left guard, you know, moving forward. But Dane Davis can kind of be your swing guy now. And I think that's a, a great weapon to have. And uh, if you're Tennessee, you're fortunate to have that type of guy. Uh, Shamu Morrow, you know, where is he in his progression? He's also another tackle body. But you needed a tackle body. And because you lost so much of experience for Gerald Mincy and really J.J. Crawford from your roster, it's good to get a guy that's come in, that's played a little bit, got his got his toes wet as a freshman and you know, played 54 snaps against Grambling, played 19 snaps against Mississippi State, 59 snaps against Auburn, 58 snaps against Army, played 10 snaps against Georgia State. Again, played about 198 snaps on the season. That's Lance Hurd. This is going to be huge. He's going to be one of your starting tackles next year. Barring injury, he'll be one of your starting tackles. And in terms of recruiting, just one of the highest rated prospects in the entire country. So what a win for Tennessee. That's huge. And about an hour later, or less than an hour later, Tennessee picked up another commit from the transfer portal. And this one is by Jackson Moy. Maui. Moy. I think it's Moy. But anyway, Polynesian. Tennessee's had a lot of success with Polynesian players. Right now, you got Keenan Peely. Got Nico Iamaliava, one of my favorite players from back in the day. Austin Price mentioned this on the Quest podcast coming out today as well, but uh, he was literally one of my favorite, favorite players. Jesse Mahalona, may he rest in peace. He was one of my favorite players. Number 55, defensive tackle, got drafted by my favorite team as well, the Tennessee Titans. I love me some Jesse Mahalona. That's kind of what I think of when I think of Polynesian defensive lineman, and, and Jackson Moy kind of, kind of fits that mold as well. He's going to have two years. Of eligibility remaining he's six foot two 300 pounds he's appeared in 24 games while at stanford he was said to go on an official visit to washington but then kellen DeBoer was hired away to alabama and so he canceled that trip came to tennessee this past weekend and when he left campus he was ready to roll and go ahead and commit and he committed to the university of tennessee on sunday so he's going to play a big impact for tennessee because again you know, rodney garner likes to play 10 to 12 guys up front likes to be in that rotation the guys that that is experienced 37 total tackles in two years, five and a half TFLs, one sack. It's not like he's played a ton, but in 2024, he logged 458 snaps. Look at these snap counts while at Stanford this past year. He won't ever likely sniff these highest snap counts, at least on a consistent basis. 33 against Hawaii, 34 against USC, 42 against Sacramento, 23 against Arizona, 32 against Oregon, 35 against Colorado 51 against UCLA 39 against Washington 39 against Washington State 36 against Oregon State 57 against Cal 37 against Notre Dame I mean those are Matthew Butler type snap counts for Tennessee again that that's an anomaly that's probably not going to happen with this rotation especially when you're looking at Amari Thomas coming back Elijah Simmons Omar Norman lott um you know there, there's some there's some other ones as well that I'm probably forgetting uh, my point is you're, you're pretty experienced at defensive, uh, Bryson Eason. You're pretty experienced right now at defensive tackle, but in 2025, much like on the offensive line, you know who's not going to be back on your roster? Maury Thomas, Omar Norman Lott, Elijah Simmons, Bryson Eason. So, yes, he's going to play a factor in 2024. An experienced guy that's going to step in and play a little bit, but it's going to be huge for Tennessee in 2025 because there'll be somebody he, he'll be there to, to be counted on for Tennessee. And a guy that's super experienced. So good looking guy. Again, six foot two, three and three pounds, uh, three years to play two seasons. Okay. And he's got a little bit of experience over at Stanford. Now he joins Tennessee's transfer portal committed class. That transfer portal committed class, man, it's uh it's now up to eight players. You look at it, you've got defensive backs, Jacoby Thomas, Jermon McCoy. You've got um Jalen McMurray from Temple. Tight end Holden Stays, Alabama tight end. This happened right before I left about a week and a half ago. And um, he's just a guy that played a lot of special teams, didn't see an awful lot at the tight end position while while at Alabama, but is a body to back up Holden Stays to back up even Ethan, Ethan Davis. That is Miles Kitzelman. He entered the transfer portal before Nick Saban retired, but he's a part of Tennessee's class. It's Lance Hurd, Lance Hurd from LSU, and of course Jackson Boy from Stanford, Chris Brazzle. I think I named them all. Anyway, Tennessee's got eight scholarship transfers in the boat right now. There's a lot that I like. We'll take a look at this uh, transfer portal class for Tennessee later in the week, likely, and kind of knock down who's going to have the most impact and all that. But a lot to like. And I think Jackson Moy might be one of the more underrated of the bunch. There's a lot that I like about his game, a whole lot that I like about his game. So lots happened for Tennessee. Tennessee's done well on Sunday and on Monday. Tennessee gets the commits of two transfer portal guys that they desperately needed, especially Lance Hurd. And then you've got your quarterback for the class of 2025, and that is George McIntyre. What's to come? Stay tuned. We'll see. We got Ward Wednesday coming up tomorrow. Uh, we'll take your questions. If you want to start sending your questions, we might do a mailbag on Thursday or Friday. Um, but send in your questions at underscore can or at Lockdown Balls. I know we didn't do one last week, of course. Uh, because I was out on vacation, but a whole lot to get into, and I'm excited to be back. Thanks so much for being here. This is Locked On Ball. Subscribe to the channel, download wherever you listen to your podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and let's continue spreading the word about this podcast. Get in front of more and more Tennessee fans. I appreciate you guys. I'll do it for Tuesday, and until tomorrow's episode, you guys have a great day.